Yeah. And also, I mentioned a few minutes ago, we'll, ha we'll have questions and open it up to anything and everything at the end. And when you say nothing's off limits, you mean it. Yeah. Because you dropped a bombshell last week. And we never know if Isaiah's serious or not. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. So this, is, this, this could be your retirement tour. Yeah. So this, everybody that's here in person, this is kind of like when a, like a famous musician or a band like announces their final tour, right? Like Bruce Springsteen. This is it. You better get your tickets. You better get to see Isaiah McKenzie in person. This is it. So if you win the Super Bowl, you're hanging up the cleats. Yeah, I'm out. You're out. Yeah. Maybe hold that a little closer. Is this close? Oh, there we go. Can Perfect. you hear me? Got it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I kind of let it, we kind of cut off early there. So that, that's for real. You weren't kidding around. Yeah, no, I was dead serious. I was dead serious. Well, there's no better way to go out if you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? That, that's it. That, that, that's the one condition. The <laughs> Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl in Arizona. So, uh, I don't even know where you want to start. That was probably one of the more instant classic regular season games that we've seen uh -huh. for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you've been here for the, for the whole ride, really. I mean, back to 2018, 6-10. Yep. Josh Allen's a rookie. You've been for the, the Thanksgiving Dallas game is probably up there. The, the Rams shootout in 2020 is up there. Um, two wins in Kansas City, but... You know, the snow globe at the end, the circumstances, making the playoffs again. Where, where, where does that regular season win kind of rank in your book? Um, it was, it was kind of back and forth, so I kind of liked it. Um, very intense. I don't, I, don't, I don't think the Dolphins is, was cold at all They were because they were running up and down the field. But um, it was pretty fun. And then that ended, at the end, it snowed. And then the last, two, the last what, what was the last four minutes? Yeah. Or we had to go down to score. That was pretty intense. So it was pretty fun. And Bill's Mafia was loud as usual. So it was cool. But ranking wise, uh, it's probably top top five, somewhere in top five. Yeah, I like Since it. I've been here. You've been around for all of them. So yeah. yeah. There's, we tend to be prisoners of the moment. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I think everybody, not everybody, but I think a lot of locals here probably expected Miami to just shrivel up. And die in the cold and the yeah. snow, and yeah. they didn't like. No. They, they're, they're a good team. Yeah, you got a lot of speed. We, I mean, we talked about it last week. Like I, you said, I can't wait for them to get to Orchard Park in our environment. How, did that surprise guys that they seem to adjust pretty well? No, I'm pretty because they played up here before. Um, uh, so I think they were just coming in like, yo, it's cold, whatever. Let's just play football, and. They did a good job. They had they was running up and down the field, and you know, it looked like they they practiced up here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McDaniel had the shirt right. I yeah. wish it were colder. Yeah, it there's, was, no, there's no such thing as bulletin board material, right? We're we're not that important, you know. In, in yeah. the media, uh, he's you know, he's got to have a little confidence. <laughs> he's got to have a little swagger if he's the coach of that team. You're right. So it comes down to the end. Well, not not to race too far ahead because you had a few plays I want to talk about. Um, you know, the 19-yarder on third down early in the game. And anything before that final drive worth kind of digging into when it comes to this win over Miami? Oh, uh, no. Nah, really. It's all about the last drive. The last drive, you know. So nah, it was, let's see, you had it at your seven-yard line, 29-29. Uh -huh. And then you get to the 42, 302 left, third and two, and you had the, 
the five yard reception to keep that moving. What, what was that play? How did that come to be? Um, it was like a choice route. So this is pretty loud. Um, it was a choice route, and I have the option to do basically whatever I want. And um, so I kind of like broke out and then broke back in because I was I knew where the sticks were. I just had to get ahead of the sticks. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just an option route and me for, to do whatever I want. So for people who don't know, like, how does an option route really work? Because okay. it's one of those, I feel like casual observers think a play is called in the huddle. <laughs> you run the play. But your position, you've got the freedom to turn yeah. left, turn right at the top of a route. And you've got to be in sync with, with Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, well, we call it choice. And choice is basically me and Gabe switch. Oh, okay. And Gabe can run a goal, a post, an end. He can sit it down. And I can run a goal, a post, an end, and sit it down. But I also can shorten it up and run what I ran on that third and two. Um, so it's basically you have options to go yeah. anywhere on the field. Just don't get in the way of the other guy. And that's how I kind of did it. So Gabe went up, and I cut it short. And the guy was overplaying it. So I cut it short and caught a little slant. So. Do you feel like – I mean, that's a big moment that Allen is going to you and on yeah. the heels of last week. I mean, we talked about it all. Yeah. You know, you were kind of – of, a lot of folks coming after Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he showed some trust in you. I imagine that's what you want as a receiver. Yeah. Game on the line, third down, got to have it. Um, did, you, did, you talk about, did, you, did you talk about that at all with Josh Allen? Like, if, you, you know, if I drop a ball, keep coming back to me. No. I mean, I wouldn't say Josh doesn't care. But, I mean, it's all have to do with confidence, you know. Like, he throws digs the ball every time. It's, it's like, this goes for any quarterback. Not every quarterback is throwing dimes, you know, throwing the ball right where it needs to be. And he knows he messes up sometimes. He knows we drop the ball sometimes. And that's how it goes. But it doesn't mean he's going to stop coming to you because he knows he's going to need us in the long run. Because if all of us drop the ball and you stop throwing all of us the ball and you try to take over the game, <laughs> it won't work. At that point of the game, too, I mean, it's, it's snowing. It's already yeah. cold. Yeah, I it's couldn't cold see, the whole game. I could, you couldn't see the ball. You couldn't see the ball? Well, it was snowing so hard. Like, the, the snow was hitting us in the face. Yeah. It was hard to see the ball. Yeah. I always say, like, if it's a whiteout condition, uh, that, there's nothing worse in life than driving through a whiteout. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to, trying to see a football coming at you. Exactly. <laughs> Have you driven in a whiteout in, in western New York your last Whatever, five, six years? A whiteout is what? Like just, it's, just, it's snowing so hard you can't even see. Yeah. You've driven in that. It was last year. Uh, was it last year? I want to say it was last year. Maybe two years ago. No, last year. Yeah. I forgot what game. It was a home game. Nah, I don't remember. It was last year, though. It was last year. How, uh, how daunting is that for, uh, for an Isaiah McKenzie from South Florida? I, it wasn't bad. Actually, right. I drove from the bowling alley to back home. Oh. So it wasn't bad. I like it. She hates it, but she doesn't like it's it. It's impressive. Yeah. So drive continues. Let me see. Third and six at Miami's 30, 34. So 50 seconds left. Uh-huh. It's kind of on the edge of field goal range, right? I mean, you might attempt it, but that's pretty tough in those conditions. Um, the defensive pass interference. Yeah. You drew that. The flag, the flag was thrown pretty early. That's because he was holding before. It was holding before. Yeah. Okay. All right. Take, so, us, take us through that play. So it was the same play that I ran to, to get the first down. It was the same play. But this time, 
I knew I was going to take the go ball because he was playing on the same level as Xavier and Howard. Okay. So I knew I was going to go behind Gabe, and he was going to trail me, and I was just going to run, and Josh was going to throw it out there. That was my plan. And then he was on the line of scrimmage, and he reached his hand out, and he grabbed me. So I had to get out of that, and he kept holding me so I couldn't take off. And Josh underthrew it, and they always teach receivers to go back to the ball to draw the pass interference, and it's just so happened to work out. So. I was going to say, I mean, you, you get a step. You, you're, I mean, you, you want to catch a touchdown, have all the glory, right? Yeah. Like, it ended up working out for the best. Yeah. The 21 yards, you melt the clock, you kick it with no time remaining. But it's probably a little party that would have liked to, you know, not have been held and not have it been underthrown. Oh, of and, you know. of course. Yeah. Josh, if Josh would have threw it out there, I was going to get it. But he underthrew <laughs> it, so I had to sell it the best way I could. <laughs> Miami fans weren't happy. You know, it's, no. n- nobody's happy when a penalty goes against them. But, no, of course yeah. not. Yeah, that was huge. Um, and then Devin Singletary, I mean, to have the smarts to, to get down right oh, yeah. on that run. Yeah. I want to ask you this, too, because you've been in this situation, but to have the smarts, like, in the heat of the moment, to do something like that, to know exactly what you have to do intellectually, is it, is it, is it hard? Is it, is it bang, bang? Is it a split-second decision? Do, if you're in Devin Singletary's shoes, are you in the huddle saying, look, don't score? Well, yeah, so... In those moments, you're like, okay, well, nobody said anything. I'm going to score. But when we get a huddle up and we get a timeout and we huddle up, he's like, listen, don't score at this moment because we want to just shoot the clock down and win the game. And you just think, okay, if I break, I got to get down. And I think he did a great job at it. Even though they were trying to let him score, he just went down. That That was smart. Because we did not see such smarts out of a division rival yesterday, correct? Like New England. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. That was uh, that was unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> I like I. I mean, I know the running back. He's a rookie, so like, you you give him a pass, but then you got Jacoby Myers, which is he's been in the NFL for like what four, four. He's been, years? He's been around a bit, yeah, for a while, and you would think, you know, but. In the heat of the moment, like, you're, you're not really thinking. Like, you just, like, make a play. You know, so I understand where he was coming from. But a lot of people on the outside would say, he's been in here for a while. He should know what yeah. to do. It's like in that moment, you're like, it's just, oh, he threw it to me. Let me find something to do with it. So it was a pitch, 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 lateral madness play. They did not have to be that. It's a yeah. tie game. Yeah. You're going to overtime, New England. Yeah. And Jacoby Myers throws it backwards and all hell breaks loose. But yeah. Yeah, their season's, I can't say over. You play them again, but that was a, that was a back-breaking play. And I think that that's probably one thing that's kept you around in the NFL as long as you've been. I mean, you're a smart player in those situations in the heat of the moment. I, how long have you been priding yourself off of that? Um, I don't know, since I've been in the NFL. You know, it's just, it starts from, you know, knowing the playbook, knowing where to line up, knowing how to beat coverage. Knowing situations, mastering situations the best way I can. Um, I don't know. I I take a lot of pride in it, you know, because a lot of players don't think when they're out there. They're just doing, and sometimes just doing to get you in bad situations. That's hard though. I mean, because you're you're all like just at, at the absolute peak of physical performance of any any athletes in, in, the, in the world, right? Everybody's running four threes, benching two twenty five thirty times, and yeah. you know seven percent body. Uh, you, 
it's just these physical specimens out there running all these different directions. But at the end of a game, the most important thing you can have is smarts in that yeah. situation. And nothing else really matters. Yeah. Man. So you guys have been a smart football team. Five wins in a row, right? After a little... Let's see, there you go. Five in a row. And, we, I mean, we've talked about it, but how, the, the, what's the value of these kind of wins for the Bills where, you know, we, all of us in the media, we've kind of been ripping you guys for losing the close games. Yeah. Um, and now you're winning close games. Yeah. Facing some adversity. Josh Allen's elbow gets banged up. He's working through that. I don't know. Like, I think a team needs to be calloused to win a Super Bowl, and, and maybe this team, as opposed to the last you know, few additions, is, is a little more calloused. Uh, and it comes back to the saying, I know you hate it. It's trust the process. <laughs> because we, we have banned that phrase on the podcast. <laughs> we don't trust the process whatsoever. Um, but, yeah, like it's just like you need those moments where – like those humbling moments, you know, because in the beginning we were beating teams, what, 30-plus points, you know, be, people with zero points on the board, and we're just beating them. And, you know, after a while, people get tired of it, and they want to win games. So it was just like we needed that, you yeah. know, whether we were big-headed or not, we kind of needed to know, like, okay, we can still lose football games. We're not, you know, we're, we're not where we think we are. We're just winning because, you know, we're winning because we're a good team. But we also still need to master situations, know what to do, take care of the ball, and just play smart football. So now we're at that point where we got to play smart football, take care of the ball, and just play Buffalo Bills football. I think, you know, a criticism a lot of us have levied at you guys is, you know, years past, the Bills can get up by three touchdowns, dance all over your grave, have the time of your life. But that's kind of a front-running way to operate, yeah, yeah. right? When, when you punch the Bills in the mouth, what happens? Yeah. And, you know, you guys kind of work through that Colts game. You know, Mac Jones throws the ball three times game yeah. and Tampa Bay first half. And now it seems like if you guys get punched in the mouth, you respond. Yeah. Like, you know, you're ready for a fight. What does, that, what does that really feel like, though, in a locker room, on the field, I mean, to, to grow up in that manner as a team? Um. Just like, for instance, like the Dolphins game, we were down, what, 21-29? Yeah. Yeah, we were down 21-29, and, like, nobody, like, when they scored, nobody was like, uh, it's over. And then it started snowing on top of that. So we were like, hey, we're going to go down and win the game. And, like, nobody budged. I feel like for the past few years, we've done that. You know, Chiefs last year, we're going back and forth, you know, in the playoff game. Uh, we, play, we played the Bucks last year. We were down 24-3 at halftime. And we go into overtime. That was kind of the game that started to shift things, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like we know when moments come, we're just going to have to seize those moments. Whenever they, when the opportunities, when the ball's in our hands, we just got to take advantage. And we understand that on the offense and the defense side of the ball. The, uh, the two-point convert, was it the two-point two pointer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo. What's your vantage point on that one? Um, he's nuts. <laughs> yeah, Josh, Josh Allen going airborne, Superman. Yeah, he's nuts. And that's what Josh does. You know, we, we got to live with it and die by it. So when it happened and we was like, oh, he didn't cross the line, like we was just like, uh-oh, okay, well, at least there's still time on the clock. And then they said he crossed the line. It was like, oh, okay, right. That's awesome. But we was going to live or die by it regardless. You know what I'm saying? So whether he didn't cross the line or not, we knew we were going to have to go back out there and fight. So... 
Boy, he probably does crazy stuff yeah. in practice that we don't even see. Uh, like, no. What, what, he doesn't? No. He doesn't try anything He out? doesn't try any of that in practice. No? Like it's dip, only dip weird throws or... No. Okay. Saves it for the game. Yeah. That's why it surprises a lot of people. It even surprises us. You know, like, oh, yeah. didn't know he was playing in that one. You know? <laughs> I mean, he leads you guys in rushing. I think he's got like 705 rushing yards. He's taken off. He had the big run on yeah. the big drive, obviously. That's, you, you want that, right? I mean, because there's how many quarterbacks are 6'5", 247, jumping over your linebacker, running yeah. you over, doing all that stuff. But is it sustainable? Is there any worry? Can you keep this up over a season, let alone a career? Uh, hey, I guess as a teammate, you don't, maybe, maybe you don't even care. Like, Josh, like, <laughs> throw yourself in harm's way because we want to win. But it, it's that's I'm, kind of the debate with I him. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And it does take a toll after a couple of years because, you know what I'm saying, great player in Lamar Jackson, you know, he, I think he's hurt right now with like a PCL injury. It's like you can't, you have to use the arm more than you use your legs. And for Josh, I mean, he does, he does both. But you kind of want to see him take less hits because, what, he has, what, 10 more years here? <laughs> so you might want to slow down, you know. <laughs> I mean, Cam Newton in 2015, league MVP, takes Carolina to the Super Bowl. He's unstoppable. He, like, fell off a cliff. Yeah. Right. He took a lot of hits, so they can add up over time. They can. Sure, in your career. Yeah. But the, I don't know. I go back and forth because it's like you don't want to neuter his superpower. Oh, of course not. Like, that's, that is something nobody else can do, make those kind of plays. I mean. What are you going to tell him? You never know. I mean, we win the Super Bowl this year. He may stop running for good. What's that? I said we win the Super Bowl this year. He may, he may stop running for good. Yeah. Exactly. He, he may just throw the ball for the rest of his career. <laughs> right now, I, I, I wouldn't count on that. Like, <laughs> he, it, it looked like that was about as close as, as Josh Allen's been to being the real Josh Allen with his elbow and everything. I know he's getting. He talked about it on the McAfee show. He's getting the PCP shots or PRP shots, whatever it's called. You know, he's he's taking care of it. Yeah. Um, but that's an injury that keeps guys out. He said it himself. Like two to four weeks, uh-huh. he played through it. It's been about a, what a month, month and a half. Does he seem like the quarterback that you've had prior to that injury um, or close to? I mean, he's, yeah. I don't see no difference. You know, he throws the ball well still. He's running the ball. Josh is just Josh. You know, he's he's tough, and he don't fight through anything. Yeah. So, so. Got to get those acronyms right. Got to be careful on those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of your old buddies is back, Cole Ooh. Beasley. Oh, <laughs> I thought you saw somebody. <laughs> we had Cole Beasley fans here. Yeah, yeah. Cole Beasley. No, he's not here. He's not here. In- oh, I thought he's like, wait. I was like, where? Um, which I, what, what, so what's going through your head through a transaction like that? Because yeah. it looked like you were kind of recruiting him, but he's also kind of going to take snaps from you. Yeah. But you're also friends. I don't know. What's, how do you process um, that move? I, I had no problem with it. Like, because I was one of the people that wanted him back. You know, but, you know, I understood what was going to happen when he did come here. And, you know, he's familiar with the playbook where the Bills are familiar with him. He's he's a great slot receiver. Um, but for the most part, like, I just took it on, took it on the chin. It was like, hey, I just got to make my plays. He's going to make his plays, and we're just going to live with it. But, you know, no hard feelings. That's my guy. So you wanted him back. Yeah. You put a little recruiting work in yeah. to an extent. Uh, how close are you guys? I mean, you, you were teammates for a long time. Seems like you're close on the outside looking in. What's that friendship really um, like? 
I mean, we've been together for a while. Yeah, what, three, four, four years? You know, and it's just like, he's like family, you know, and he's helped me, he's helped me a lot, you know, throughout my career, you know, and, you know, why not have him back? You know, we have a good chance to take this, you know, take it far and hopefully go, go win the Super Bowl and he could be a, bit, a missing piece that we needed. So why not? When you envision the offense now and it's clicking and you're doing whatever you want, we, we got into this uh, a lot this last episode. First of all, on the last episode, did you know that he was going to sign with the Bills? Or was it still kind of up in the air? Because I think it went down like the next day. Yeah, I knew. You knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could've, couldn't announce the news on here. Right? <laughs> could have blown up his spot if you wanted to. That's okay. <laughs> but your role, um, so in light of that, like how, how, how do you see your role in this offense then moving forward the rest of the season? Um, what happened? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm the guy, and that's, that's what it is. And I know, I know I'm going to get snaps taken away from me. It was just like when Jamison Crowder was with me in the beginning of the season. We were splitting snaps and whatnot, going to hot hand. And for the most part, I just, like I said, I just got to do my job. He's going to do his. And when it's nut crunching time, let's go yeah. play. I like it. Very underused uh, phrase, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was nut cutting time. Is nut cutting time. But we can use nut crunching time. There's <laughs> a little more punch to it. <laughs> When it was nut crunching time, they went to you. <laughs> the ball was going to Isaiah McKenzie. So, right. It, it, you've never, I mean, your whole career, it's not like you've been a 10, 12, 15 target guy. I mean, yeah. what's, what's the psychology like, just as a wide receiver in general, where you can only take over a game if the ball's thrown your way? It's not yeah. like other positions. It's not like other sports when, all right, I want to take over this game. Like basketball. I'm going to take the basketball. I'm getting to the rim. Nobody's yeah. going to stop me. It's like, no. I'm going to keep running routes. I'm going to be tired as hell. The ball might come to me. Why not? Yeah. That could be frustrating. Um, I just, like I said last episode, it's just like, if you look at the film, I'm open. It's just the matter of if the ball is coming to you or not. And for me, like I said, I've never begged for the ball. I would never, I never will. But at some point, you got to see it. And that's just, I just hope that, you know, sometimes I get seen. You know, so did you tell the powers that be to tune into the show? Did they listen to the podcast? The who? The powers that be, you know, quarterback, coach, G. Tell them to listen to the show. We broke it all down, right? They probably not listening to it. They hate listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) They probably listen to me too much. (laughs) But yeah, I just, you just pray that he's looking your way. Yeah. You know, just for what I, what I kind of try to do is beat everybody off the line. Before Diggs get off the line, Gabe. So, like, for example, the pass that I caught that was out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Well, they said the ball hit the ground. I had to survive the ground. I was ahead of Gabe. He was throwing the ball to Gabe. And the ball was sailing. I seen it sail, and I just ran over there because I was just like, well, free ball. <laughs> <laughs> Better seize the moment. Free ball. Might as well go get it. <laughs> so... You're, you have to be really excited about uh, playing in whatever it will be, negative 25 wind chill Where? in Chicago this weekend. No. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, uh, that's tough. Well. At least I, the sun's out. I, I do wonder, though. Like, that's what the forecast is calling for, right? That, yeah. That the city might shut down. Like, how could they even? But then it's usually it's not as bad as everybody thinks, too. True. 
But when you're going into a game, I mean, even this past game, as it as it's looming, like when it's looming, it was supposed to snow the whole game. They said, and it only snowed in the fourth quarter, like the last six minutes. I'm like, perfect. So yeah. you can't be too worried about no. whatever it's going to be in Chicago. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't lose. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It. I think that is there is there something to win in a game when, you know, it's cold, it's snowy. I know this team has maybe had some had struggled at times in the heat, yeah, in the rain, yeah, you know, in the elements. You said you don't even like a lot of guys don't like playing in the elements. No, but to win a game in some elements is probably a good thing because you're going to see it in the playoffs. Oh, of course. But I mean, yeah, you kind of just kind not think about it. You know what I'm saying? Especially in the playoffs, you're like. I don't care what the elements are. As long as we win, it can be three to zero. As long as we win, you yeah. know, it's all about winning at, at that point. All right. At the risk of you, uh, oh, don't get fined. You don't have to talk about anything specific. How terrible has the officiating been this year? <laughs> it's been awful. All right. I, I don't think if you're not talking about something specific, I think you're off the hook. It's been pretty bad, right? I I I feel like an old curmudgeon. Maybe it. I beat a father now, and I feel like I'm an old man watching these games. But every game the. There's just egregious calls both ways. I would, I would all the say time. the the um, what is it? Uh, the quarterback hits. Yeah, like those are like some of those shouldn't be called. Those are good hits. You know I mean, I don't know. For me, I get the calls, so I can't complain. They give me the call every time. Uh, I feel like you know the NFL is being disingenuous. It's like they're trying to sell an unsafe sport as safe. Right, just own your violence. If you play football, you're good chance you're gonna get hurt. Of but they don't want to say that because that would be a bad signal to you know moms at home. And I get it; it's a big business. You don't want to hurt your product that way. But if a quarterback gets tackled, as long as there's tackling involved, yeah, there will be some injuries, some pain. I, to me, that's the solution. Just own your violence. Own what you are. Otherwise, it's gonna. They're searching for this middle ground that doesn't even exist, you know. Yeah. And yeah. even as an offensive player, it's frustrating. Then I agree. I agree. Yeah, the middle ground, something that doesn't exist. You're, you're right. Yeah. But gotta live with it. Well, that's why everybody needs to buy the blood and guts. How tight ends save football, right? That's the only solution here. <laughs> you're right. The, after the show. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> All right, I blabbed enough. I'm sure there are a ton of questions out here. Let's hear it. I think do we have a do we have a mic? Oh, listen, we got okay. We got thirty minutes of yeah. questions. A- absolutely, let them rip. So whatever you want to ask. La- last ask week it. we found out Isaiah's might retire. You know, who knows what's going to happen? You're right. You're right. All right. You know, honestly, from the outside looking in, when you went for that catch that you all you had that out of bounds. I thought the same thing. I'm like, there's no way you were the target, but you almost turned lemons into lemonade. I mean, that was, that was amazing. All right, so you answered my question, but I just wanted to bring it back up. <laughs> All right, well, whoever's got a question, raise your hand. John's got the mic here. He'll whip around the room. Take those out. I want Take them out. Okay. about the snowball throwing at the game? <laughs> oh, great question. It was cool when we scored. It was like little fireworks. But when it was throwing them on the field, I'm like, oh, my God. And I, and I didn't really understand. They were like, 
if they hit a Dolphins player or Dolphins staff member with the snowballs, you get a 15-yard penalty. But I didn't know what to believe. So I was kind of confused on that. But it was pretty fun. The snowball, that was cool. Didn't it, it felt like the PA announcers were almost like us, us as parents, like talking to our two-year-olds. Like, yeah. if you keep this up, you're you're going to timeout. <laughs> uh, you, you, you don't want to spank and say, say it, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, no, no, there was no penalty. You're right. There was no penalty. Were they were, real quick though? Were they like ice balls? It looked like, or were they normal snowballs? Like, did it hurt if guys got hit? Because if not, know. then who cares? I guess I'm not sure because they weren't throwing it on our sidelines. It was like dolphin sideline end zone. Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure, but they were pretty big. Yeah. All right, you're next. Um, did you get hit by a snowball? No. <laughs> All right, one more. She just wanted to know if you got hit. I oh, got no. hit, so she was wondering if everyone else did. So that's all. <laughs> All right, over here. Those are Who's your favorite wide receiver besides yourself? Um, huh. Favorite wide out? I'm going to say Cole Beasley. Yeah. There it That's, is, folks. Is it still? Is that room still kind of its own TV show? Like, a, like last year you said it's almost like you guys could be a sitcom with yeah, all the different characters. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably even worse. Oh, is yeah, he? Yeah. How has he gotten worse? Who, who got worse? Like, you said Diggs? The group. Oh, the group. As a whole. Yeah, we... It's, it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot of, of drama. A lot of personalities. Yeah. I just put like a camera in there one day. You should. Just, you know, when you do those Instagram lives on Fridays, you know, you guys dance, you should just do a, do a wide receiver show. <laughs> Set it up. All right. Here's our next one. Have, what's your celebration dance? I don't have one. I haven't scored in a while. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Putting the pressure on yourself. Right? <laughs> Hi, Isaiah. So I have a question. I live in Florida. Uh-huh. So if I were to come to your restaurant, when would be a good time to come that you would be there? Huh. Huh. Not there. I don't want to go if you're not going to be there. All right, I got a, I got a question for you. All right. Oh, oh boy. Uh, you like McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Co- you love you like McDonald's? Yeah, and like, whatever you're gonna say, yes is the answer. <laughs> I always go when the person I love is working. If that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> You got me on that one. Um, <laughs> Come on, Ronald. <laughs> um, I'm usually there in the off season. I don't know what day, but like I'm usually there every day. It just so happened. So if I like DM you, you'll let me know. <laughs> I'm not hitting on him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Slide into the DMs. <laughs> no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> I see your girlfriend over there. So. It's not like that, I promise. Uh, I can say, I, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm there in the off season. I don't know when I'll be there. Like, where do you live in Florida? 
She said, what? New Smyrna Beach. Yeah, there's no way you're going to see me. It's too far. She'll drive. All right, we got another one over here. Oh. All right, so we got a two-part question, okay? Ooh. My mother-in-law would like to know if you have plans for Christmas Eve, and if you don't, you are more than welcome. She's been on the Twitter. She's been seeing what you've been doing last year. So Terry is giving the invite to you <laughs> and the lovely lady. Okay. okay. Well, that's more of a statement. I'm sorry. Got you. Got you. All right. It's on the table, Andy. It's on we the did. Table. Got it. We got it. All right. So my question would be, if you could do anything else besides the restaurant and besides football, what else would you do? Career-wise, interest-wise, what would be it? Good uh, question. If I could do anything else. Can I, like, if I could do anything else, right? Anything else. Anything else. Anything. Like anything. Desires. Huh. And it was up to me. I probably, I mean, win the Powerball. That, but that, that, that's an act of luck. That's not a, that's not doing something. Yeah, my grandma told me you either got to be old or Puerto Rican to win. <laughs> and I'm like, but he said anything else. Yeah, but like do like a profession. Like if you could be, if you could have a job outside of football, right? Like he wasn't well, specific. What would you do? Is there, do you have an interest? Hobbies? Um, to, Nothing. That's tough. Like, I would have to, like, start over. Like, I would have to be poor. Like, I would have to be poor and then rich. Like, do it all over again? Nah. Anything else? That's hard. Hard question. Have you always wanted to play professional football? Like even when you were a little kid no. down there in Miami, no. did you have a? Did you have a little? Did little Isaiah have a dream have when a he dream. was a little kid? I, I want to be a doctor one day. Well, or... I did. Okay, I have this thing. Like I always pictured it. Right. I want to work in a tall building, a briefcase, wear a suit. That's right. Right. I forgot about that. And go on lunch breaks. But. Like, I don't know what are we doing. <laughs> but I know I want to do that with, like, a glass office. But I don't know, because I, like, one of my favorite movies is Friends with Benefits. And you remember Justin Timberlake had the office. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that was cool. So, but other than that, like, I don't, like, that's what, I, I don't know what I'd be doing in the building. But that's what I want to do. I feel like there's a ton of jobs. I feel like a lot of people that are in that position don't even know what they're doing, right? They're just doing Zoom meetings about nothing exactly. and... About collaboration and teamwork and a lot of nonsense. Yeah. I told, I told her, my girlfriend, after I retire, I'm going to become a NASCAR driver. So maybe that's the thing. Yeah. All right. But nah. Yeah. That works. We'll let it. That works. All right. We got another question over here. What's your Where's... favorite Christmas tradition? Oh. Over here. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, favorite Christmas tradition. Um, over the years, I haven't, I didn't have any, because 
like usually on Christmas around this, like on Christmas, I'm always by myself because I got football. Like I'm always by myself. So last year I went to some random people's houses and ate food, right? But trying to start my own thing. Now that I have a girlfriend, maybe I can hang out with her. And but <laughs> but other than that, like I gotta find something to do every Christmas from now on. Now that I'm with someone, so I'll let you know as I get older. Are you starting traditions? Are you guys doing? Have you, you guys been watching Christmas movies or you know? No. Going on the arcade, uh, attic, a train together. I don't know. So we did with our kids. Like, what do you do? We got kids, so it's all about you know the train rides and you know seeing Santa Claus and all that good stuff. Mm. Watching Polar Express. See, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Now I have to get into that stuff. I guess. Yeah, get into the spirit. Just yeah. watch, watch some Christmas movies. I might Christmas do that. Vaca- have you ever seen Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase and Clark Griswold? I should say. You've never seen Christmas Vacation. Is this one of your movies? Start there. Yeah, just start there. <laughs> Is that one of your movies that I have no idea? You've... All right. People have seen Christmas Vacation, right? Okay. Yeah. How many? Best Christmas movie ever. If you've seen it, raise your hand. See? Everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, start it's, there. It's, you know, it's one of those movies. <laughs> That's right. No, I think it crosses demographics. It's one of those movies, I think, right? I think everybody likes Christmas. Uh, you'd like it. You'd like it. Yeah. It's objectively <laughs> funny. <laughs> who's, who's the star? Uh, Chevy Chase, Clark Griswold, Randy Quaid, Cousin Eddie. Uh, oh, man, Isaiah. Isaiah, you're killing me, man. <laughs> Hold on. Is this now from Josh Allen to Tyler Dunn's favorite movies? <laughs> where, where is he? All right, I, we got a question over here. I don't see anybody. Oh, here. What is your favorite Christmas song? Favorite Christmas song. Great question. Uh, hmm. I don't know the Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's everybody's <laughs> favorite song, right? It is. That's an easy choice. <laughs> it's an easy choice. All right, I think we got another question over here. Mackenzie wants to know what you asked Santa for. <sighs> what did I ask Santa for? Hmm. Um, I kind of stopped asking because I never get what I want. <laughs> well, maybe you gotta so, be a better be a better right, kid. I think we got another one over here. So I would say just that's tough. That's tough. I don't know. You've got a girlfriend now. That's yeah. been a missing piece in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Santa gave me a girlfriend. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He says we maybe she, maybe she wants something soon. I don't know. I mean. So, so I'm Santa. I'm Santa, basically. I'm giving out the gifts. I'm going to put the pressure on you. It's, yeah. 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 All right. We got one over here. What's your favorite song to work out? Work out. Workout like, work song. Mm. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't... That's tough. <laughs> if 
Favorite workout song? I don't think I have a favorite workout song. Because you listen to Sam Smith, you said, right? Well, my favorite artist is Sam mind. Smith. Yeah. But I wouldn't but listen to that when while you work out, out. You don't listen to music? Like when you're training? Well, that? whatever tra- the training room, whatever the the work weight room is playing, that's what I'm listening to. But I'm not really listening. Yeah. You know? Because like, yeah. But, and I don't work out with headphones on. So... What kind of gets you going? Like when you're training, then like you don't you don't need music to kind of get y'all no. amped up. No. Well, well, I guess you're not like a lineman, you know. Yeah, cranking maybe, out bench maybe I don't I don't really need much to work out. Yeah. So I just work out. So that's a tough question, but I listen to Sam Smith before I do anything. Well, to ease my mind, so I guess I can say Sam Smith. But during workouts, I don't listen to music. I try. Yeah, I don't know, really. All right, here's our next question. If you could play for any other football team other than the Bills, what would it be? <laughs> hey, any questions are allowed. <laughs> you're right, you're right. If you uh, could play for any team other than the Bills. The Dolphins. <laughs> it's all right. No, 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 right. no, no. You ask no, the tough the, questions, you get the tough answers. Not, you're not, you're not, very decisive with that answer. Not the Dolphins. I would say, I would say, well, my favorite team growing up was the Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, I would have to say either the Panthers or the Dolphins. Yeah. Why the Dolphins? I know it's your hometown team, but. What, the Dolphins? I never liked the Dolphins, but it would be good to play at home, I guess, yeah. in my career. Was that an option in free agency? Were they interested? Yeah. It was almost considered. Really? Yeah. Close. Close. Down to the wire. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. We're glad it didn't happen. <laughs> Next question. Bring it back to the football side of things. Two things that concern me going into the playoffs. Special teams contribution and a rushing attack. Give me your opinions. I didn't hear a word he just said. He said he's got two <laughs> questions going into the playoffs. The special teams contribution, yeah, and a rushing attack. He wants to know your opinion on those two. Th- um, well, we're working on the rushing attack. We're trying to be balanced. Best way we can. We know Josh likes to throw the ball, so that's running the ball is a consideration at times. Um, uh, for the special teams contribution, um, I feel like we're one block away from changing the game one return we have a good returner uh one return you know big return away from changing the game flipping the field so around playoff times is gonna we're gonna need all three phases special teams offense and defense so i feel like for the most part we're trying to get there it's not there yet but we'll let you well you'll see it when it comes and then just know you spoke to you spoke it into existence. When there's so. 13 seconds left and it's a touchback opportunity or squib, that's when we're really going to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got another question over here. What's your longest reception? Uh, longest reception? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know either. I'm trying to. An honest answer. Longest reception? Does anybody out here know it? No way. Come on, who knows it? Come on. If you if you get it, 
You get a signed jersey. I just bought. I Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. And he guesses out. Well, who knows it? All right. I'll look it up. But don't look it up out he there. He said he knows. So you know if, he, if he guesses. 40 yards. So if he guesses close. He said 40. Tyler, is it close enough? I think it's close enough. It's what 46. Oh, you get a signed jersey. Yeah. <laughs> winner, winner. Come here. Come here. There he is. Can you give me a, do you have a marker? All right. Yeah, right here. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do that right now. Uh oh. Oh. Wait, you go. Hold on. on, bring the jersey over here. You can come here. <laughs> there he is. There's four more left, four. so <laughs> this could go either yeah, way. Yeah, you should do a, maybe an Isaiah trivia. Like, what? Do you have a Do you have a question? You want to challenge? That's actually not a bad to? idea. Yeah. Maybe for oh, next uh, next podcast. Oh, trivia! I, uh, yeah, get it ready to bone up. On I mean, it. we're always throwing like Jim Croce references at you. And Christmas who is Jim Croce? Does you anybody know who Jim Croce is? The greatest musician of all time. There's only three people. Four. Everybody here knows Jim Croce. Five. Six, Everybody. Eight. We Nine. lost him way too soon. The best. We, we should gotta, actually you know what? When you walk out, we should play like some Croce. Some I mean operator, I got a name, bad badly rippers, anything. Any Croce works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got time for one or two more. Anybody else out there? Well, we got a... we got time for a lot of questions, so <laughs> come on guys. You heard it here first? All right, who's got a question? A burning question. Here. Oh, here we, we got go. A bunch here. I know you said you'll answer everything. We don't have to answer this. What was Diggs kind of crabbing about or upset about on the sideline? Oh, huh. you know what that is. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't answer it. These past few games, you know, you know, the ball hasn't been going his way. It, we kind of understand how he feels. And we'll... It'll work out, but it's just like, you know, he's 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 a star. He he needs the ball, so it's kind of like get him the ball. I agree. Give him the ball. Hey, let him have fun. You know. He seems to get the ball more than anybody else. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> what is he talking about? I'm <laughs> no, just no. saying. <laughs> no, but you know, in crush time situation, you go to your. You know, your star guys, and I feel like he feels like, hey, when it's crunch time, come to me. He makes big plays, but hey, you got a lot of couple playmakers out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, because that's like the big question is outside of digs, somebody else stepping up. Yeah, so we're trying to step up, but, you know, it's going to bite us, you know? Because <laughs> if we make the play, he don't make the play. Yeah. Well, you know what you have to, when you make your next big play, I want you to find a camera and yell, "I'm him." Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> hey, just mix it up. Sure, yeah. take it well. Stir it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm the guy that probably stirs up anything anyway. So I'm, if anybody right. can do it, it's you. You're right. You're yeah. right. I might have to do a little something. Yeah. yeah. You have to. All right. We got a few more minutes. If there's any more questions out there. All right, we got one back over here. 
I'm all about the thought-provoking here, okay? If you could be any animal, any animal, what would you be? Uh, And why? An animal. I would say like a... Like a tiger or something. Right? They look cool. They eat things. Yeah. Climb trees. Yeah. I'm saying like a one of the cats. One of the cats. Yeah. But then uh, like a black panther or something. Yeah. Those look cool. When he said animal, I thought he said alien at first. Do you, do you believe in aliens? I don't do think I've ever touched on aliens. I don't know. You don't know? Should I? I think so. I think there's aliens out there. Does there's anybody be believe like... in aliens in here? Who believes in aliens here? Oh, he's shaking his head. We got some arms. Like, there. do you... Okay, so, like, do you... Okay, Santa's real, right? Um, do you tell your kids aliens are real, too? I think so. <laughs> I think we've had somebody here like, probably had an encounter so you with tell, an alien. Like, you say everything's like okay. Santa's real, aliens are real. Absolutely. What about ghosts? You tell your kids Absolutely. ghosts are real. Oh, ghosts are one. Ghosts are real. This place is haunted, for sure. This place is haunted, yeah. for sure. Does I'll anybody tell you ever had, after. Has anybody ever had an experience with a ghost? Coming Ooh, over there. A lot of arms up. All right, let's. All right, hold she, on. Let's hear your I story. I want to hear this ghost story. Wait, what's going on here? <laughs> okay, so in my house, there's this spirit that was in there. And I was standing at the stove and I was cooking dinner. And my oldest daughter was washing dishes and her back was turned with her headphones on. And so I turned around and I was like, Who is Travis? And she was like, What are you talking about? I said, Who is Travis? She was like, Mom, what are you talking about? I said, you just said something about Travis. She was like, I never said anything. And so ever since then, like, we've been feeling, like, she said that he done got in her body and came out. He done crawled in my bed, and I kicked him on the floor, and I heard this thud. So I really believe, genuinely, there was a ghost in the house that we used to live in. I love it. Other ghost stories. All right, here. Let's just make this a ghost story show. I love it. We were in Thousand Islands in a cabin. And the whole family had separate experiences. Uh, One had like a green orb flying around his face when they were sleeping. We all heard pots and pans banging in the middle of the night. Um, One of of my brothers got slapped across the face in the middle of the night. He said he woke up ice cold, shivering, and got hit in the face. It ends up it was uh, built on old Indian burial grounds. That's what it usually comes comes back to, right? At first, I thought it was alcohol-related. <laughs> we have one more ghost story? Absolutely. All right, ghost story out there. All right, we're coming over here. All right. Here you go. Ghost story. Growing up, my grandmother's house was haunted, and we all knew it. Um, someone had died in the house in the garage. And we would go into the basement, and we'd always hear footsteps upstairs walking down the hallway never fails we'd go in the basement we were all alone in the house 
and you would hear someone walking down the hallway, and no one was home. And we used to tell people this, and I had a friend over one night, and it was getting kind of creepy, and we were like, you know, I keep hearing noises, let's just leave. And the person I was with said, oh no, I do not believe in ghosts. And I said, well, watch this. I go, if you don't believe in ghosts, then watch the lights right now in the kitchen. They're going to show us a sign. And I swear on my, all of my graves of all of my relatives, the lights went out in the kitchen. The minute I said that, all the lights went out in the kitchen. True story. Power shortage. Time to pay the bill. That's a ghost. That's a ghost. You know, Tyler, we have a ghost here at Mr.'s. No kidding. Oh, yeah? I'll tell you the story really quick. Well, if there's a ghost here, flicker the lights right now. Flicker the lights. No, no. He doesn't do that. He always, whatever we're here alone, so like one of the bartenders are clearing up or myself in the morning doing paperwork, all of a sudden you'll hear, (laughs) seriously, no one else in the building. About six weeks ago, I go up to my office and there's a key sitting where my laptop goes. And I mean, this thing, I had the local locksmith look at it. It's from 1943, seriously. And I was like, Come on. And there's only two other people with the code to my office. I asked them both, and they're like, John, we have no idea where that key came from. <laughs> so I, I'm, I believe now. I never did before. But anyways, hopefully if there's ghosts out there, they'll help us win the ring. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. know, there's, there's some other ghost effect at play there, I think, in the history. <laughs> All right. Any other questions? Thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. That was awesome. Great questions. This is, let's hear it for Isaiah McKenzie. A little dirty. And Isaiah, you hanging out a little bit afterwards? Yeah, we can hang out. Awesome. Isaiah will be hanging out. And hey, if you want more ghost stories, Tony Gonzalez talked about being tormented by a ghost in the blood and gut. So I'll be here with the book, too. <laughs> no, no kidding. He was. Um, and Isaiah is the main attraction. So great, great job, man. Great to see you. Appreciate it, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you.